You're listening to Moments in the Word, brought to you by Lighthouse Gospel Ministries. Welcome to Moments in the Word. I am Rick Garland, your host, and uh, we are continuing our journey through 1 Corinthians chapter 15 today, 1 Corinthians 15, and uh, spending a few moments getting a devotional thought from there, hopefully an encouragement to your heart. 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 12. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? So some of them have been saying, there's no resurrection of the dead. There's, there's nothing after this life. They're kind of like Sadducees. There's, there's nothing beyond this life. But they're claiming to be Christians. They're, they're in the church claiming to be Christians and saying there's no resurrection of the dead. But yet the preaching of the gospel is the death and resurrection of Jesus. That's, that's, that is the gospel. Without the resurrection, there is no gospel. All you have is a man who died. The victory of the gospel is in the power of the resurrection. His victory over sin and death, his victory over the devil. But if there is no, if there be no resurrection of the dead, verse 13, then is Christ not risen. If there's no resurrection of the dead, then Christ didn't rise from the dead. You can't have one without the other. They, they go together. Okay. Like the old songs on the TV show, love and marriage, right? They go together like a horse and carriage. I mean, you can't say, well, there's no resurrection for us, but Christ, he rose from the dead. The, the hope of our resurrection is in Christ's resurrection. If we're not raised from the dead, then Christ isn't raised from the dead. Verse 14, and if Christ be not risen, then is our faith, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Your faith is empty. It's worthless. It's pointless. If Christ didn't rise from the dead, what do you have faith in? He died on the cross and stayed dead? Death defeated him? Where's your faith? And our preaching is vain because what's the point of preaching to those who are just going to perish anyways? Verse 15, Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God. Because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. If the dead don't, dead don't rise up, then Christ didn't rise, and we are false witnesses. They're not just preaching, okay, uh, something that they just believe to be true. They read it, and they believe it, and they're taking it by faith, and they're preaching it. That's not what they're preaching. They are eyewitnesses, okay? Paul saw the resurrected Christ. Peter saw the red. They ate with him. They touched him. They handled him. They are eyewitnesses to his resurrection. They saw the empty tomb. They saw the angelic visitors. Okay, these, these, these are, are, are things they saw with their own eyes. He's saying, listen, what are you listening to us for? If the dead don't rise, Christ isn't raised, and we're liars. We're false witnesses, <laughs> right? Verse 16, for the dead rise not, then is Christ not raised. There's that point again. If the dead don't rise, then Christ himself did not rise from the dead. Verse 17, and if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins. If Christ didn't rise from the dead, your faith is vain. Your faith is worthless, it's empty. And you're still in your sins. Your sins are not forgiven. Because the forgiveness of sins came not just in the death of Christ, but in his resurrection as well, his power, his victory over sin and hell and death and the grave. You're still in your sins. You give up, you give up the resurrection of Jesus. You give up your, your forgiveness of sins. We have a lot of liberal Christians today that want to give up the resurrection. Well, he didn't physically rise from the dead. It was a spiritual. No, you give up the resurrection. You give up 
the hope of your salvation. Verse 18, Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. Those who died believing in the resurrection from the dead, trusting in Christ's resurrection from the dead, they have perished. They're without hope. And then verse 19, very important uh, statement in the Bible. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. The Christian life is predicated on putting others first, humbling ourselves, right? Living a holy life, a righteous life, abstaining from the things of this world, abstaining from sinful activities. If there's no resurrection of the dead, if there's nothing after this life, then we're the most miserable people. I, I hate when people tell me, well, if I knew that it was all a lie, if I heard that it was all not true, if I heard that I was, if I could know for sure that this is, that, 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 that all of this is a hocus thing, I'd still live for Jesus. It's the best life. Baloney, baloney. Paul says here, we're of all men most miserable if this life is all there is. Then we should be living it up, partying it up, getting all that we can get for ourselves if this life is all there is. But the Christian life lives with the, the, the eternal state in view. We believe we'll be raised like Christ was raised. And if we're not raised, Christ wasn't raised, our sins are still there. We have no forgiveness. Our preaching is vain. The, the writers of the New Testament were, were, were false witnesses. They were liars. And we are of all men most miserable. We give up the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We cannot give up our future resurrection, the hope of the resurrection. If so, we are of all men most miserable. What a waste to live this life in view of a life that's never going to happen. Right? Our, our hope is firmly placed in our future resurrection from the dead. When I, when I put my mom in the ground, I put her in the ground believing 100% that one day he will call her out of that grave and she will stand up again in a glorified, eternal, sinless body. Same thing for my grandparents and, and those of my family who were saved. And we, we, we have that confidence because Jesus Christ himself, after his death, after his passion, was alive again. They touched him. They had, he said, listen, a spirit doesn't have flesh and bones as you see me have. He said, I'm not, this is not a spiritual resurrection. I'm not a ghost. I am a physical man. I am, I am, he ascended into heaven in a human body. He is alive today. The same Jesus they crucified is sitting at the right hand of the Father today enthroned in heaven because he rose from the dead. Don't give up the resurrection of Jesus. It is too vital to the Christian life. Without it, there is no Christianity. There is no Christian life. There's no hope of salvation. There's no forgiveness of sins. And we are of all people most to be pitied. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you did raise Jesus from the dead and you have promised to raise us as well. Don't let us lose sight of that, Lord. Help us to live today with eternity in view with that eternal resurrection in view. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us for Moments in the Word. Lighthouse Gospel Ministries is an outreach ministry focused in street and prison evangelism, as well as reaching the needy with hope and help. To partner with us financially, go to gospelbeacon.org.
All donations are tax deductible. We hope you were blessed and hope you will join us again for Moments in the Word.